You know, people in America, and this is something that we see with celebrities or someone that people may look up to. Maybe it could be um, a sports figure, actor, actresses, social media influencer. It could be a religious figure. It could be whoever a person may deem as someone that they take an affinity to. And there's nothing wrong with, with liking, you know, with different people and what they're doing in their genre or even through maybe their own child or another family member. There are people that try to live vicariously through other people. And when someone lives vicariously through other people is something I noticed that is really big in American culture is that you look at other people and try to experience life through them. Or you may look at your child and because you didn't do a certain thing in your childhood, you want to try to experience that through your child. Let's say if your parent had never let you play a certain sport or your parent never let you participate in a certain things, you say, okay, now I'm let my kid do it. And you're trying to um, let your kid do it and feel their victories, feel everything like you was doing it. And then what happens a lot of times when you live vicariously through other people is a time's going to come where you're going to be highly disappointed in the person that you live in vicariously through. For instance, if you look at a child and you were living vicariously through your son or through your daughter, and let's say that child is a person that you put into sports because your parent didn't let you play sports or whatever it may be that you could not do, you do it through your child. So your child is doing it you feel in the victories, you feel in the, the, the practices, you're doing all that because something you could never do. And then your child grows up and say, you know what? I don't want to do all that. And like, wait a minute, I invested all my time, my money, my this. And they say, yeah, you did, and that's fine, but it's something I just don't want to do. And when they don't want to do something because they just don't want to do it for whatever the reason, you're living vicariously through them, it greatly disappoints you because it's something that you wanted to do, but you was experiencing it through that child of yours and it puts a lot of pressure on a child because you have this expectation is what you want to them because you it's tied to you and how you feel emotionally you could look at someone like a celebrity and you putting all of this you know pressure on them and then something happened in their life and then now everyone is so greatly disappointed in this particular celebrity because they are human and they're going to make decisions that you probably won't like. They're probably going to say things you're not going to like. Oh, I thought you were this way and I thought you were that way. Or why are you looking at them in such high esteem? Why are some of you are trying to live vicariously through any type of celebrity? Why? They're human beings just like you. They breathe, they eat, they got to live somewhere. And it, anything that you should pay attention to with this coronavirus is that it lets everyone know everyone is equal. Nobody is above anybody. That coronavirus has been definitely an equalizer to a lot of people. But then also, and I can talk about this, with social media influencers. Some of you have expectations of social media influencers, whatever that may be. You think they should be this way, and if they're not that way, and they just be human, now you're greatly disappointed. You're talking about, I don't want to watch you no more. I don't want to listen to you no more. I can't take you seriously. All these different things. Like, why are you doing all that? 
because some people try to even live through social media influencers, no matter if they are just one or two are into comedy and they do that and something happened with them. Now, all these people are just so disappointed because they, their lives are so attached to the social media influencer, or maybe it's someone um, that could even be in my space. They could be doing news and they're just human and they, they have whatever they have happened to them. And that's that. Right. And then people are upset. I also think this is something else I noticed and I'm going to go down this route. Definitely in this podcast, our mindset about um, race and you know what we should think about that no matter what black America says it is definitely comes from the white man okay and how he taught us about race because if we look at the history in this country of black people we did not and prior to us even coming here we didn't focus on the color of no one's skin we focused on tribe that's what our big thing was tribal um, and, and, and based on the tribe, that's how you was treated. Hey, you part of this tribe or that tribe. And some tribes got along very well. Some went to war, but it was not about a color of a skin, but all of our thought process about, you know, color of skin comes from the white man. Now, all our thought processes, when it comes to any kind of racial politics, it definitely is going to link back to who taught us about race. So we look at everything through the lens of race, through the white man. And you look at like certain uh, people who could be celebrities. For instance, let me give you an example. You could have someone like a Serena Williams. Let's, let's talk about her. The guy, even she married. Some people was upset that she married the guy she married. We know she's married to uh, Alexis Ohanian, you know. Um, now prior to that, she was dating nothing but black men. But a lot of people got upset. Well, you have to think about that. Are you trying to live vicariously through Serena Williams? And would her relationship, like to you, the optics of her with a brother, like, did it make you feel like you're with her? Think about why you're getting upset. Like me personally, can let Serena do. I ain't with the chick. I don't care. I don't care what no other woman do with her life. I really don't care. I'm not with her. What I'm saying is we look at every person whoever they weigh with. And it may not be the racial thing. It could be a color thing. Well, you have in our community colorism. So if a person marries, uh, let's say a, a brother, let's mention a brother, he get with a real light skinned black woman. And now you have people complaining, saying that, Oh, well, I think this person is a colorist. Well, if he would have got with the person you felt that they should have got with whatever skin tone, are you trying to vicariously live through that woman to make it feels like you with that person or, 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 or living vicariously through their relationship. Does it make you feel like it is, is something good for you? I mean, let's really think about why we think that way. Are some people saying that well, president Obama would not have married Michelle and married somebody else because originally he was dating white women. Okay. So if he'd have married a white woman, that president Obama would not have been president of the United States. Now, due to the thought process in black America and white America, I actually believe that because it's like, it's like the optics of racial politics and the optics of like, I live vicariously through the relationship of president Obama and Michelle Obama, then, you know, that makes me feel good. And if I don't see, I don't see Barack Obama 
with Michelle and let's say I see him with someone else, then I'm not going to support him because I can't see and I can't vicariously live through President Obama's family. I can't live through his relationship. And even though President Obama's relationship don't do a thing to my personal life, it doesn't add um, any bill payments. It doesn't make me feel better. It doesn't make my relationships better. It don't do nothing for me. But visually, as long as I can see um, President Obama and Michelle and his kids together in that White House, then it makes me feel good. And do you understand how people who know things about the art of war know how to even deceive you with that? Because they know a lot of you live vicariously, especially in the black community, you live vicariously through the relationships of people. And so I can deceive you based on what you see because that's what how you motivate, that's how you vote, that's how, etc. Right? So we know in politics, a lot of people, you know, voted for Barack Obama. We look at the end of his presidency. Now he didn't have no scandals or anything like that. But at the end of his presidency, we realized Barack Obama didn't do anything for us as a community. But people were so proud because they say, oh, look, I can see a black family. I can see a black children. And that that alone, it makes me feel good. That makes me feel this. You know, like when you hear conversations that, oh, well, we don't see black people together no more, which is a lie. Because the majority of black people throughout the world marry black people. But they say, well, I don't see it. Like, like why is it you seeing it has an effect on you? You should be living it. Living it is more powerful than seeing it. Even if you don't see it, will you be the example of that? You be the person that leads the charge of showing what you believe should be it. But trying to put um, a pressure on someone else so you can live vicariously through them is wrong. Because when you look at these people who saying that, nine times out of ten, they're not living it. And that's the issue. It's more important for you to live whatever you feel that should be then you put in pressure on someone who you deem maybe is in a different position. See, the, 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 and also, you know, white supremacy knows how you are. A lot of black people, they know that I can go pick a handpicked, you know, black person that's going to do what I say, but I got to make sure that they have the, the optics because I know a lot of black people going to live vicariously through that relationship, through that person. So let me go pick them, but they're going to do exactly what we want them to do. And, and, and that is the, the issue and that is the problem. We look at people like Robert Smith. Because see, I judge you more on your actions, what you do, not anything else. Robert Smith, now, his first wife was a black woman. But his second wife, he married a white lady. I don't know why. That's his business. can kill this. But the brother paid for all those brothers not to have college debt. Now, we have people all over this country saying that they're deep in debt in college. And Robert Smith... Something he did not have to do. Went and paid all that money for those brothers. So their parents wouldn't have to worry about, man, how my son going to get out of debt. And people would say that Robert Smith would not be considered a pro-black man because he's the woman he's with. Well, to me, your actions mean more than some freaking words. Because I know people who, you know, talk black all day, got black everything but don't do crap for black people don't even make an inch for black people but 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 people are fine as long as i can live vicariously through that person they don't have to do crap for black people look let me tell you something give me a robert smith 
that's going to actually do something for black people. I'll take them any day that somebody just talking uh, like they're black or walk around saying they're pro-black. That's why I tell people, you know, what, what you define as pro-black doesn't make sense because usually it doesn't turn into action. See, at the end of the day, someone like Robert Smith or whoever else, you're black from the beginning, you're going to die black, period. Is your action saying that? Is Because you can be married and, and be with whoever you want to be with. You don't have to be married at all. That's another thing. There are people who are not married. Are you trying to live vicariously through them? Because some people may never get married. They don't have to get married whatsoever. Are you trying to live through them? Are their actions saying black? Are they just talking? Because to me, your talking has to line up with your action. You can't tell me black this, black that, black this, and then I don't see no action behind it. Like, are you giving black people jobs? Are you helping black people? Are you educating black? Like, what are you doing to further the cause? Because if all it takes for you to marry someone and that's exactly what you did, that's a personal thing you did. You didn't uh, actually do anything for the community. Now, people say, well, when you do that, that is an act of um, doing something for the community. No, it's not. Now, for people who want to live vicariously through your relationship, that's their issue. But for the overall community, no, you didn't do anything for the community, in my opinion. You just didn't. You did something for your personal family lineage. But... We have to stop living by character through people and focus on the actions because what the Democrat Party going to keep doing is could putting people in your face that you guys will, will optically and look at them and say, oh, I can see myself. I can see this. I can see that. You shouldn't be seeing yourself in nobody's relationship. You should have your own relationship, your own marriage. And I'm talking about that because I don't like nobody trying to do that to me personally. Um, people have tried to do that to me. And people have not liked my situation. I don't care what you don't like. See, there's a lot of people say, I can't take Phil serious. I don't care if you don't take me serious. See, I don't live on your um, ability to validate me. That's the difference. And see, people who actually, because I studied a lot of people who are successful and a lot of people who do things in their life, they don't follow people's opinion. They follow the mission. They follow um, the, the education that they have to get to where they need to go. Because let me tell you about life. There are people that's going to love you no matter what. Okay. There are people in your life. That's not going to be, they can't stand you. I'm talking about the whole course of your life. There's also people who like you that can be convinced not to like you. And then there are people who don't like you, but can be convinced to like you. So how I focus on things, I only focus on people who like me. I don't focus on other people. I don't try to convince other people. And people say, I can't take you seriously um, because of this. I can't take you seriously because of that. Good. Don't go by your business. I don't need you around because there's a big world out there of people who haven't heard of me that would love what I do, love what I say. Um, and that's that. Okay. Because one thing I always tell people, say what you want to say about me, but one thing you're not going to do, you're not going to outwork me and you're not going to outdo what I'm going to choose to do in my, at least my sphere in the community. You're not going to do it because I know that when my time comes, when the good Lord is ready, I want to leave a legacy. Okay. And legacy for me is making sure I replicate myself much as possible and raise up many people as possible within my community with a, with a strong message that they can continue in the earth whenever the Lord is ready for me. Okay. 
that is how you leave a legacy in the earth. You have a legacy of showing how you have helped people to get to the next level. You have helped, you know, people who's poor, you reached out, you've done everything that you could and have that kind of legacy. I learned a long time ago when I was 18, how you replicate yourself and how you spread a legacy. You just, me just getting married to somebody doesn't do anything. People do that every day. Well, how is that like a, a big thing? That's normal. Whoever you choose to marry, that's that's a, a normal life breathing. It doesn't do nothing for nobody, except for those who's trying to live vicariously through their relationship. But for me, it's all about the work. It's all about getting out there. And, you know, I remember, you know, like I said, those of you who watched my show and remember everything I went through in 2018 with all these uh, people making videos about uh, me and my wife, you know, I remember at that time that, yeah, it really bothered me because I'm like, I'm doing all this for black people. And then this is the way they act behind something they had no nothing to deal with and something that I talked about years ago. And everybody said you wasn't surprised by that. Um, but then it, it clicked in my head and I said, you know what? I'm glad this happened. I'm glad this happened because you don't need people around you who going to be quick to turn on you and be phony with you. And that's a great thing. Because if somebody can be quick to turn on you, you really want those people revealed. Because if their um, connection with you is based off of living vicariously through you, you really don't want that either. Because any little thing that you do or say, they'll turn on you. And something they could turn on you for the worse. And so when I went through that, that was the best thing ever. And, and people said that, man, he actually grew more. You know why I grew more? I'm explaining to you. It came to me to, okay, this is the time to show that you really about what you're talking about. Because see, when, when trouble like that come your way, then you could say, okay, it's going to expose you too. It's going to see, Hey, are you really about talking about the community? Are you really about the mission you say you're on or because of people coming against you within your own group? Or is that going to break you? So no, what I chose to do at that time period, I say, you know what? Now I'm about to double and triple down on what I'm doing. And I said, I'm not letting off of it. I said, now nah, I'm, I'm be harder on it than I was before. And since then we have grown, it was a one man show. Now we have literally grown a worldwide network of people, literally in, in many countries, we have United States, we have the people in the UK, we have people in Kenya, we have people in Uganda, we have, you know, people who's helping us in, um, Nigeria, you know, we have people that's helping us in, in, you know, all over the world do different jobs. And, and, and I look at from then to now, it's like exponential growth, all kind of people coming in. And I'm that brother that's willing to help you. You understand what I'm saying? You may not like what you see with me, but I'm the brother that's trying to help. And I'm also that same brother is that like, you know, be careful because if you, you up there talking about me. Cool. You do what you want. I cut you off real quick. I'm, I'm a quick to cut you off because I don't, I don't deal with people not having a loyalty because I'm loyal to anybody that I, I deal with. I believe in, in immense loyalty. Um, if we work together or we, whatever I'm loyal to you, I expect the same. I don't see the same loyalty. I have to cut you off. I operate that way because I understand from the living life. If you allow someone around you to have negative, um, feelings about you, and you still allow them around, then it's your fault when they bite you, when the, when the snake bite comes. It's your fault because they warned you already of what's going on, okay? You got to always keep a tight ship in whatever you're doing. You have to keep your, your situation tight. You got to keep everything tight around you, and you have to let people know up front, listen, I, I don't have time to deal with 
people who aren't, you know, a hundred with me, be a hundred or don't be nothing at all with me. That's how I operate. That's what anybody, now I'll talk to you the first time, you know, if, if, if you say something and I'll say, okay, let's have a conversation. I just don't tolerate that sort of thing. And, and, and even coming from the corporate America, I've learned they don't tolerate it. And, and that's smart because you don't want a mole inside your organization, whatever that may be. And, and you just, when you learn to cut things off extremely quick, you don't have a, a Benedict Arnold within your organization. You just don't. When you always keep your ears and eyes open to different things. But living vicariously through whether it's me, um, someone else, a celebrity, um, you should never do that. You should never do that. Take what that person saying that you can appreciate and use it to learn and grow. But understand that person's human. That person gonna make decisions that you don't like. You may not agree with anything that they do on some things in their personal life. And that's fine. As long as their personal life isn't something that crossed the line with your morals or something that's criminal, you know, something like that, then hey, like I said, I don't, it's a lot of people I don't agree with for whatever the reason, but I don't have to live with you. I'm a firm believer that if I don't have to live with you, I don't have to go to your house. I'm good. I don't have to do anything like that. So we should never live our character through other people. You know, and I don't do that. I never made a practice of that. Um, that's why people don't really disappoint me like that. I just learn from people. I read, I do a lot of, uh, listening to audio books and you know, audible was one of the best things ever to come out. I'm always trying to learn and grow. I don't got that kind of time to be focusing on other things like that, but we have gotten some of the worst politicians in the world a lot of times because you know, they know that they can't get elected unless they have a visual for, for people to look at and, and say, Oh, well, this person be good only because of this. And my thing is your actions and Barack Obama didn't teach us nothing else. It's your actions. That means everything. And you know, even, even the deception of what people even think that you don't see relationships like Barack Obama and Michelle, like I said, the numbers prove that otherwise it's just a propaganda that's trying to be put out there um, to say you don't have that. Um, and also, you know, to go deeper uh, than that is to say that that's shown because they are promoting that particular relationship um, to save, you know, white people. And, and the one video I posted to my Twitter page is that a white woman admitted, you know, her children need melanin, melanin in order to survive. Now, that's a different conversation in itself. But, you know, if, if you know what I know, that's not going to work either. I mean, you know, when, when, when the good Lord say, Hey, enough is enough. Don't matter how much you try to lay down with, with, uh, uh black men or black women, we can't save you. There's no, nothing we can do, but don't live vicariously through your kids. Don't live vicariously through uh, any social media personality, through sports players or anybody. No, don't do that. Live your life. Have your own experiences. Take vacation yourself, play sports yourself. You say, Oh, my parents wouldn't let me do it. You know, they got a lot of adult sport leagues that your parents that you never play sports and my parents never let me participate in this. Listen, when you can do anything today, anything that your parents did not allow you to do or whatever that you want to experience, you can do it as an adult. You don't have to put that pressure on your children or anyone else. Leave me your thoughts. Thank you for listening to the Philo Scott audio experience. I hope you learned something from our program. Make sure if it's your first time here, go and check out all the episodes that we have. Stop binge listening. That way you can get acclimated to everything that we're talking about. If you like our show and we would greatly appreciate you liking the show, 
support us monthly you can do it as little as a dollar or more support of the show helps us to keep going helps us to change upgrade buy equipment you know eventually we're going to start bringing guests in and we want to make sure we put on a great show for you guys so support is definitely something that we greatly appreciate we definitely appreciate all our supporters that we have now we love you we cherish you thank you for everything that you're doing see you next time